I hope your salt shakers are ready, baby, because it's Tuesday, September 26, 2023. Hillary Clinton is sounding the alarm on Biden's poll numbers. And if Hillary Clinton is telling you to beware, baby, you got problems. Trump says Biden may not make it to 2024 as he surges in the polls and buys a golden gun with his face on it. We'll cover all of it on the show today. And street pollster Shaney Rich joins the show. You've seen him go viral across the internet. Baby, it's going to be a great show. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. So stay connected with us this week, please. We're begging you. We got one heck of a week ahead of us. Starting tomorrow, we have big stuff for you. Donald Trump will be giving a speech to the United Auto Workers in Detroit. The RNC will be hosting the next presidential debate. We have a ton of surprise guests, maybe even some of the people on the debate stage. Who knows? We have, of course, our full panel of sharp, young political connoisseurs who shall be joining us. And we will have your comments live on the screen. It will be a full, uh, a full chat live experience that we are working on and building here at the show. We love the community here. We love the Benny Brigade. We love the Salty Army. And we love you. We love this country. And so we want you to stay connected with us. Please do so by using Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. When I say only, trust me, only. Glenn and his team have been supporting this show. We deeply appreciate our partnership with them. They're the best, best cell phone company on all three major networks. And you can get on Patriot Mobile today. Go to patriotmobile.com Benny for free activation when you use the offer code Benny. 878-PATRIOT. Join me today. Make the switch and stay connected with us, especially this week. And then on Thursday, we got Joe Biden. Impeachment begins. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is our first story. This is something that should scare the living hell out of the Democrat Party, and they are scared. In fact, there is a clip this morning uh, that is making the rounds of James Clapper. Remember Mr. CIA, James Clapper, Mr. Director of National Intelligence, James Clapper? The spies who lied, the guy who signed the letter that said Russia, uh, Russia, Russian disinformation is Hunter Biden's laptop. Oh, you know that Hunter Biden himself is admitting that the laptop's real? Hunter Biden's suing Rudy Giuliani this morning. So, wait a second, I've lost count of how many people Hunter Biden's suing. He's suing the laptop repair shop owner. Hunter Biden suing Rudy Giuliani, Hunter Biden suing Marco Polo, Hunter Biden is suing uh, the DOJ. Hunter Biden has to be defended from the DOJ indicting him as well on gun charges, and it should be a lot of other charges. What's Hunter Biden's legal fees, right? Like, hold on, what? How many, how many legal fees is this guy gonna have? Who's paying the bills? Hunter Biden blew through all of his money, literally blew through all of his money. So, I don't know. But Hunter Biden admitting that the laptop's his this morning. That's the big takeaway. He's suing Rudy Giuliani because he's like, you got my laptop, how dare you? And uh, all uh, completely admitting that his laptop's real. Of course, we've known this for a very long time. James Clapper didn't want you to know this. James Clapper, the director of national intelligence, as Orwellian as, Orwellian as that position sounds, knew about Russiagate, was in the briefings with Barack Obama when Brennan was briefing that Hillary Clinton was going to smear Donald Trump as being a fake Russian asset. James Clapper didn't say a word. He carried the water for the deep state and the regime for the machine, the machine that is in peril, the machine that is screaming 
red right now. Flashing red. Terrified. And we can show you how scared they actually are. We'll bring you... We got some extra gunpowder for your coffee this morning. We'll bring you James Clapper on CNN talking about what Donald Trump is about to do when Donald Trump is reelected. Oh, baby. You ain't ready for this one. This explains everything. Watch the panic. Get your salt shakers out. Let's salt that old salty dog traitor to our nation, James Clapper, as he talks about how Donald Trump is planning on arresting him and everybody else in the deep state. In a recent profile, uh, General Milley raised the possibility that he thought if Trump was reelected, he would throw his opponents in jail. He said that he would be at the top of the list. Do you think that that's a real concern? And are you concerned that you could be on Trump's enemies list? Well, sure. Uh, I think there are probably uh, a lot of people uh, that are potentially uh, on such a list. Uh, and again, that's uh, that's reprehensible. Uh, I think General Milley's comment was he didn't think uh, President Trump would uh, be reelected. Well, I'm not so sure about that. So yeah, that's a that's a real concern for uh, for many of us. He didn't think. Sorry, I'm so busy putting salt shakers up on screen. <laughs> I love this community. I love you, salty. You're so salty. I just love you. One more. One more salt shaker. So salty. Did you hear that? Did you hear what he said? He said, oh yeah, not all, there's a long list of people that Donald Trump wants to put in prison because we belong in prison. And then he says, uh, I also think that Donald Trump's going to become the next president of the United States. He says it. He says, uh, uh, I'm not so sure about that when it comes to Donald Trump not winning again. Oh, man, okay. So buckle up, baby. And we know exactly what they're planning on doing. We've been reading the tea leaves for a long time. We're very connected. Spent 15 years in D.C. and a lot of these scumbags. We're hearing some very interesting things about what they got planned for old Joe. Let's begin. House Republicans announced first Biden impeachment inquiry hearing to be held this week. So the House Republicans uh, uh, tweeted from their oversight accounts, uh, saying that their witness list is going to be popping. They're going to be bringing on Jonathan Turley, one of our uh, one of our favorites in the legal uh, space. Bruce Dubrinsky, founder of the Dubrinsky Consulting, and Aline O'Connell, former assistant attorney general. Oh, interesting. Department of Tax Division. Oh, my. This will be at 10 a.m. So expect us to be live an hour earlier. 10 a.m to start the impeachment inquiry into Joe Biden. The witnesses are set, they are prepared, and the White House is panicking. Watch. Chairman. The House Oversight Committee releasing its list of witnesses who will testify in the first Biden impeachment inquiry hearing on Thursday. It includes forensic accountant Bruce Dubinsky, former assistant attorney general Elaine O'Connor and law professor Jonathan Turley. House Republicans say all evidence uncovered in their investigation into the Biden family's finances will be unveiled at the hearing. But the White House is attempting to deflect, saying, quote, instead of working to avoid the pain, they and their extreme House Republican colleagues could inflict on Kentuckians and Ohioans, Ohioans sure. with their shutdown plans. Comer and Jordan are posing for the cameras to attack President Biden with debunked smears. It's D.C. politics at its worst. Oh, they're going directly after Comer and Jordan, man. They know. They know. 
Comer Jordan also big friends of the show, been on the show multiple times. Big fans of Comer, big fans of Jim Jordan. James Comer said yesterday, on Thursday, Oversight will hold the impeachment inquiry hearing. We will be we will present evidence uncovered to date and hear from legal and financial experts about the crimes that the Bidens may have committed as they brought in millions at the expense of U.S. interests. They did exactly what Bob Menendez did. They were just, they, it's just Joe Biden, complete garbage human being, used his son instead of lining his own pockets with cash and gold. He put his son as the bag man in between. What a garbage garbage human being. Oh, it's Joe Biden. He just loves his son so much. He just loves him. Comer is a man with a banking background. He is perfect for this time and space. God is on our side. James Comer saying, we're going to be getting them bank records. That whole, like, there's no direct evidence of Joe Biden getting any of the money. Mm -mm. No, baby. Buckle up. Watch. Chairman, have you or will you seek the president's own bank records? I... If I heard you correctly, Biden family members asking for the president's records. I assume you have his tax returns already, but but other records mm -hmm. asking for those from the president himself may ratchet things up a bit. Have you done it? Do you plan to do it? Well, it's looking like we're going to be asking for his bank records. I mean, all roads lead to Joe Biden from day one. This has been an investigation of Joe Biden, not his son. His son is a key central figure because we believe Hunter was the front man for the Biden family influence scheme. We've already proven that this family was influence peddling the media and, and the Biden said that wasn't true. I don't think now uh, they're disputing that. They're moving the goalposts saying, well, now you haven't proven. Yeah, maybe they maybe the president's son was selling the illusion of access. But Joe Biden never benefited personally from that. So that's why our investigation is now, because there's overwhelming evidence that would point to the fact that Joe Biden was receiving benefits from his family's influence peddling team. And that's where we continue to investigate. So I'm going to show you the most maddening clip. I want to show you something that is going to cause you to take your sweet fist and drive it directly through the screen of wherever you are watching, whatever you are watching right now. I'm going to show you a clip of Nancy Pelosi who is on Jen Psaki's show. And isn't that amazing how you can go directly from being Biden's mouthpiece to being Biden's mouthpiece on MSNBC? You know, cringe Jean Pierre, cringe Jean Pierre, like had an entire career where she was on MSNBC. That's what she did for a living. She went on MSNBC to be an MSNBC mouthpiece for Democrats. Then she goes to the White House. There's like a circular door there. And if you track all the Obama people and all the Biden people, that's the stem to start. Valerie Jarrett's Valerie Jarrett. She's like Obama's top aide. Her daughter is the fact checker at NBC News, fact checking Donald Trump live. It is such a sick and despicable system. There's a reason why these people are collapsing and why they're failing, and we don't have enough time to get into it, but this is one of them. The nepotism, the despicable nepotism inside of this industry, the blindness to the American people and what we actually care about. Oh, man. The blindness. Nancy Pelosi took a minute from cleaning off the hammers at Paul's and trotted herself onto the MSNBC set of Joe Biden's mouthpiece, Jen Psaki, for the, for, for the last two years. Jen Psaki, of course, immediately gets a show on MSNBC. 
and Nancy Pelosi goes in there. Uh, Chucky's, remember, we, man, I haven't called her Chucky in so long. Chucky was so great. Chucky or Peppermint Patty? I don't know which one. I don't know which one you like better for Jen Psaki. Chucky or Peppermint Patty? I don't know which one works best. Uh, either one uh, is great for me. We had great fun when Jen Psaki was up there. Boy, she's way better than cringe Jean Pierre. Makes you really appreciate the fact that Jen Psaki has a couple brain cells to actually slam together. But anyway, she's got her own show, and she has Nancy Pelosi on, and she asks them about impeachment. And Nancy Pelosi says something that is going to cause you such anger, you're going to pick up this phone, laptop, TV, you're going to throw it through the wall. Oh, baby, are you prepared? Here we go. Nancy Pelosi, uh, they're impeaching Joe Biden. What do you think about that? Go. But you, if you have a difference of opinion, you just can't be impeaching, impeaching. On the other hand, this is a fake distraction, as you said. Mm, okay, it's a fake distraction. A fake distraction. If you have a difference of opinion, you can't just be impeaching. So they're saying that Republicans just impeach are impeaching Joe Biden just because they don't like him. It is the wrap-up smear. We have, we have told you about these people. They're central planners. All they do, the Democrats don't operate independently. They are run by PR firms, large a large apparatus of individuals behind the scenes. They prop these people up. You think Diane Feinstein, Joe Biden? It's perfect. It's the feature, not the bug. The fact that they're Muppets. They don't. They're Muppets. There's a great article, we'll get to it in just a second, great article about how, how much Joe Biden's staff is working out making sure he doesn't trip. This is an incredible article that the White House is proud of. How they're fixing Joe Biden's shoes. They're making him do balance exercises. They're making the, shores, the stairs shorter. Everything is centrally planned. Nancy Pelosi is saying that Republicans are impeaching Joe Biden just because they don't like him. Which is precisely what they did to Donald Trump two times. They just rammed through impeachments of Donald Trump because they just didn't like him. One, Donald Trump was asking about Ukraine. Oh, boy. That's about what Joe did in Ukraine. Can't, can't do that. Can't do that. And then two, Donald Trump, of course, told people to go peacefully protest at the Capitol, which you are actually, you have an obligation to do. You have an obligation to redress your government grievances in the First Amendment. This is all part of the plan. This is called the wrap-up smear. When you are guilty of something, you accuse your opponent of doing the exact same thing, and then you launder it in the press because the Democrats control the press. It's the wrap-up smear. This has gone completely thermonuclear. We're like the only people that remember this clip, and so we're going to play it. This is like, we're going to put our stake in the ground. We have a great research team here. They have this clip. Let's play this clip again. You're going to see a lot more of this. They're just getting a lot more desperate. Watch down hospitals and the rest of it. So they don't want them to see that contrast, so they focus on something else. And it's a diversionary tactic. It's a self-fulfilling problem. You demonize, and then you, it, we call it the wrap-up smear. If you want to talk politics, you call it the wrap-up smear. You smear somebody with falsehoods and all the rest, and then you merchandise it. And then you write it, and they'll say, see, it's reported in the press that this, 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 and this so they have that validation that the press reported the smear, and then it's called the wrap-up smear. Now I'm going to merchandise the press's report on the smear that we made. And it's, it's a tactic. 
and it's 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 self-evident but i think i'm worth the trouble uh okay that's very interesting. That post, according to our great producer, ALX, did 18,000 reposts, 40,000 likes, 3 million views. That's, I think, probably like a 10-year-old clip or close to it of Nancy Pelosi. Uh, not lucid, explaining what she is planning on doing. And that precisely defines, it doesn't it perfectly define everything that you've seen from the corporate Democrat Party for the last, I don't know, for the entire Trump era, at least. But all the way back to Mitt Romney and John McCain, they were calling John McCain a Russian agent. Mitt Romney's racist, whatever. Remember Mitt Romney's most evil person that ever lived because he had a binder full of women that he wanted to hire? I mean, my God. Whoo, baby, careful. <laughs> careful what you bargained for. You could have gotten Mitt Romney. Instead, you got Donald Trump. And Hillary Clinton is warning about Donald Trump now. Uh, according to private messages, Hillary Clinton is warning that a third party candidate, and there are multiples now that are running against or alongside Joe, could prove disastrous for him and says the situation is pretty effing concerning, Hillary Clinton says. Oh, baby. Better be, be careful, RFK and Cornell West, when you're in a federal lockup, when you see the red light on the cameras go off. And you hear a cackle down the hallway and the sound of high heels tiptoeing. Careful, watch your, watch your neck, as they may say. If Hillary Clinton finds something pretty effing concerning, uh, watch out. And then there's a reason that they don't give RFK any secret service. Hillary Clinton privately warned President Joe Biden to take third-party challengers very seriously. Clinton lost the 2016 election uh, in part due to Green Party nominee Jill Stein siphoned off some of her potential votes. I mean, that's debatable. On November 2024 ballot, Biden could face Green Party candidates uh, as long as, uh, along with moderates, he could also face challenges from inside of his own party, as we uh, uh, as we talked about yesterday. Could it be Hillary Clinton who challenges Joe Biden? And there are multiple members of Congress who are Democrats. For instance, a moderate Democrat from Minnesota, member of Congress, Democrat, who wants to challenge Joe Biden, who's who's very open to this. Same with Joe Manchin in the Senate. Could it be Hillary Clinton? Could Hillary Clinton be the person? They're going to get rid of him. I mean, you have James Clapper straight up saying, uh, Donald Trump's going to put all of us in prison. This is panic time for the regime. What's Hillary Clinton doing? Well, here's a tweet from Hillary Clinton a moment ago uh, saying that she is going to be kicking off her podcast uh, talking about hip-hop and civil service. And criminal justice reform. Look at, scroll down to the photo, Jerry. You're gonna love this. That is, there you go. The last thing. This is the last thing you see when you are in Supermax in New York, in Manhattan, and when the lights go out and the little red, the little dot on the red camera stops blinking. <laughs> Why is Hillary Clinton doing a podcast on hip hop? Hmm. Remember when Hillary Clinton <laughs> called black people super predators? Yes, <laughs> okay, got it. Okay, mm, uh, you gonna try gonna try and repair that hill, old Hill Dog? What's Hillary Clinton's rap name? Is it Hill Dog? What is it? I am so blessed to have Rolls Royces out. Jerry is manning the show. 
the, the great the great Jerry, great devil's advocate, uh, ALX, our producer, was able to hunt down this clip. I hadn't seen it in so long. I cried watching it. You'll cry too. Hillary Clinton trying to hill dog, as we shall call her, on her newest, uh, newest hottest release. Hill dog trying to appeal to young urban voters. How does she do it? Watch. No more questions? They said no, she has to go. She what's what's something that you always carry with you? Hot Just sauce. Really? You, yeah. Yeah. Really? Are you getting information right now? <laughs> Hot sauce. Hot sauce wow. in my bag, Swag? Hot sauce. Really? Yes. Now listen, yes. I just want you to know, people are going to see this and say, okay, she's pandering to black people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is it working? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nancy Pelosi, hammer time. What is is it wor is it working? <laughs> Hillary Clinton like this close to hitting the hitting the uh see the secret service panic button because a super predator is too close to her. But not my, not my term, not my term, dude. I'm like the number one. I'm the number one guy who like does shows like, hey, Charlemagne the God. I actually agree with you on some things. I'm not calling Charlemagne a super predator. Hillary Clinton called his demographic super predators, and what does Joe Biden call them? Uh, he calls them boy. Don't get mad at me. Hey, media matters. When you're clipping this. These are the words of your candidates. Here's Joe Biden calling rapper LLJ Cool, sorry, LL Cool J, boy, and then commenting on uh, his physique. Yikes. Go. The two of the great artists of our time representing the groundbreaking legacy of hip hop in America, LLJ Cool J. Uh, <laughs> by the way, that boy's got, that man's got biceps bigger than my thighs. I think he's spent. And MC Light, both of you, thank you. Because they both have the light off on the mic, you know, you're, uh, you're all here to listen to the new edition. LLJ Cool. <laughs> Hillary Clinton, is it working? <laughs> oh my God. Ooh, baby. Oh, man, they got problems. They got real problems. And there are powers that be that want these two away from the ballot. Joe Biden is collapsing with uh, black voters. It is support. Now, it is impossible for a Democrat to win nationally because they need to get turnout in these major urban centers in order to win states like Wisconsin, win states like Wisconsin and Pennsylvania. Arizona, Georgia, you must have massive and unified phalanx of like urban voters going in and like machine voting all right like for the democrat party if you don't have those then a state like illinois goes red right because the entire rest of the state is is like screaming red so you have to have that kind of turnout if black people don't turn out in those kind of monolithic numbers for democrats they're doomed they're doomed and they're looking at joe biden dropping 20 25 points with black men and women respectively they were looking at Joe Biden, calling LL Cool J boy. I'm sorry, LKJ Jewel, whatever Joe Biden would call him. And Hillary Clinton at, talking about her hot sauce. 
And they're saying, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. What are we going to do about this? Ted Cruz has an interesting thought on this. Ted Cruz says, uh, hey guys, it's going to be Michelle. It's going to be Michelle for this exact reason. Because they know they're doomed otherwise. Watch. So... If you're a Democrat, you can't run on record. What do you do? You have to run on attacking Donald Trump. That's the only note they have is, yes, our guy's a train wreck, but we think the other guy's worse. And, and so, Sean, here's what I predict. And this is something I said last week on my podcast, Verdict with Ted Cruz. I think the odds are very significant that next summer at the Democrat National Convention, that the Democrat Party will jettison Joe Biden, will throw him off the ticket, and they will parachute in instead Michelle Obama to be their candidate. I think they're going to look to Michelle Obama as the savior to come in. And I think if that happens, that would be very, very dangerous. And every time I see a Democrat or one of their puppets in the press beginning to point out the problems with Joe Biden, every time that happens, the chances of that go up and up and up. Mm. It's going to be Michelle, huh? Oh, my. Well, well, well. Old Michelle. Let's go ahead and see what Michelle's been up to. Michelle earns nearly 750000 for a one-hour speech. Oh, my. Is that her speaking fee? Or is that her being paid off by the globalists in order to run for president? You decide. That's plenty of... That's, uh, you know, uh, a lot of money. million dollars a speech, huh? Sarah Palin is saying that Michelle Obama will become the Democrat nominee. Sarah Palin uh, is saying, don't be surprised. Michelle O, 2024 election. Michelle Obama's own biographer is saying that Michelle Obama will be selected. Now, this is going to be very interesting to see how they game theory this, because to get on the ballot itself is a huge process. Uh, you know, the primaries begin like, the, the, to be on the ballot for a primary closes down. Like, right now, I'm from Iowa, so I'm very aware of this primary process. Huge lift. So how are they going to do that? What are they going to do? How are they going to do that? Like, they'll have to declare Joe Biden mentally or physically unfit. They're going to have to do it. Because Michelle Obama, listen... Michelle Obama just can't run in a primary right now. I mean, you have to have the infrastructure. You have to have the balloting built up. And you have to have your names on the ballot, right? You have to sue. You have to, not sue, but you have to bring your lawyers in and get your name on the ballot in all these states. Fill out all the miles, universes of paperwork to get on the ballot. Every state has a different balloting process to get your name printed on a federal ballot on a state level. It's a lot of work. You have to do this for months. And the first caucuses in Iowa, like, happened right after Christmas. We are rounding the corner quickly. So I don't know, man. It's going to be very interesting to see how they pull this off. What is uh, essential for the Democrat Party is to effectively understand that they're going to kick, they're, they're kicking Joe Biden down the stairs. They're going to kick him to the curb. This is now going to become an act of humiliation for Joe Biden. A former colleague of Joe Biden, a guy who holds, I believe, Joe Biden's Senate seat, the Delaware Senate seat, a man named Chris Coons, a greasy little bald man who let Joe Biden famously sniff his terrified ginger daughter. Maybe we can grab that picture 
because I want to prove to you that this this is right. This, this is the the photo that's always used. It was Chris Coons who like sacrificed up his poor daughter for Joe Biden's nostrils. Chris Coons saying, "Ah, uh, we're a little worried about Donald Trump beating Joe Biden now." This coming from the guy who took Joe Biden's seat. Watch. Right now, the polls head to head are more concerning than I would expect, but I would so much rather be in this position of having an incredible record for our president to run on. Now, they're a little more concerning than I would expect. You know, he's also a little concerned. Somebody who can't hide her concern, which is cringe Jean-Pierre. Cringe Jean-Pierre was asked at the White House press conference yesterday multiple times about the polling that we covered for the majority of the show yesterday. Talking about how Donald Trump is beating Joe Biden now by 10 points in a new ABC News Washington Post poll. Cringe Jean-Pierre, uh, the reporter asked, 37% of registered voters approve of pri- president's handling of the economy. 74% of registered voters say they have major or moderate concerns about the president's age and mental fitness. What do you say, Cringe? Go. 37% of registered voters, just 37% approve of the president's handling of the economy. He's at a 56% disapproval, the highest of his presidency. And 74% of registered voters say they have major or moderate concerns about the president's age and mental fitness. How troubling is that? Here's what we're going to focus on. We're going to focus on exactly what you just asked me, right? The first question, which is how do we uh, how do we continue to support um, uh, the workers, right? We're not going to get into the litigation of, uh, of the negotiations here, but what we're going to do is continue to show uh, how much this president is working for American families. Yes, but cringe. Nobody likes your boss. They all think that he is an old, diseased, creepy scumbag who calls rappers who he can't pronounce their names, bah, foghorn leghorn style. They all know that this is your boss. Imagine being Chris Coons. When I say that Chris Coons sacrificed up his daughter to Joe Biden, look at this. How else do you say that? Look at, the, look at the physiognomy of this photo. Look at where Joe Biden's hand is. Are you a parent? Do you have kids? Maybe you have grandkids. It looks like this girl is maybe in her you know, 12, 11, he's, who knows? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe she's in her, he's, she's in her young teen years, perhaps. Um, would you allow anyone to touch your kid like this? Let's say you're at the grocery store and you went out to go to the park, you went out to the parking lot and some man is touching your daughter like this. What would you do? Would you, would that man be able to walk afterward after you catch him doing this to your daughter? If, if you saw that look if you saw the look in your daughter's face like that, do you have a daughter? Do you have kids? Do Again, do you have grandkids? Do you want children? Well, then maybe you can just do a mental exercise with me here. I have two daughters. That man would not leave the parking lot. That man would not be able to walk out of the parking lot if I were to catch any man doing this to my kids. Look at the look in this, chi- this child's eyes. This is Chris Coons' daughter. I didn't plan on doing any type of monologue about this, but it's worth... It's worth it's worth looking at. Look at Chris Coons' eyes. Look at the dead eyes. Look at him smiling as this is happening to his kid. What kind, of mon- what kind of monsters are these people? These are the same people who want predators in schools. These people are monsters. They give their own kids up to predators. Look at this. It's happening right here. It's worth studying. It's despicable. 
What kind of a father looks on like that? Looks on with his little beady black dead eyes. As the great white plastic predator shoves his nose directly into your daughter's ginger hair. Man, dude, these are some sick puppies up here. These are some sick people. The American public are sick of them. They know that we are led by a diseased gerontocracy and that Joe Biden is the beleaguered sadist king of it. Cringe Jean-Pierre not able to answer just the most basic questions. Again, literally sprinting away from recent polling showing that that the administration is approximately as popular as prostate cancer. Go. 37% approved. I hear you. I hear you. But it is, look, our focus is going to be on, um, on what we can do to continue to deliver for the American people. Polls are polls, right? They are going to be all over the place. Uh, they are going to, they're going to, um, you know, they don't tell the whole story, actually. And that is just the way a poll is. Okay, well, this tells a story. This one tells a story. And far be it for the CIA to ever be repulsed by a photo like this. <laughs> CIA has done their fair share of facilitation of uh, engagements like this that you see on your screen. Of course, the CIA was working hand in glove with Jeffrey Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein was working with the FBI. He was a honeypot. They encouraged this. But the CIA is now turning on Joe Biden. The CIA apparatchiks have done the numbers and have said through their apparatchiks in the press, Operation Mockingbird in full force, uh, guys, Joe Biden's got to go. This is why you're seeing the Washington Post and the Atlantic print these major front page articles saying, Joe, you need to drop out immediately. The CIA is turning on Joe Biden, along with some of the most powerful people in the country. Watch. When the Washington Post sent CIA mouthpiece David Ignatius to warn Joe Biden not to run for re-election, we figured it was because they knew impeachment was going to air their dirty laundry. Or maybe the agents who deliver the president's briefings saw up close with their own eyes that Joe was on his last legs and there was a risk Kamala Harris was going to be in the Oval at any moment. The column rocked Washington, but it wasn't enough to jar loose the ticket. As of right now, Joe Biden is still running for the Democrat nomination. So the power brokers are going to have to give the big guy another nudge. Over the weekend, the Washington Post sent another shockwave through the Capitol. If Ignatius has left Brett Baer's Windsor tot unraveled for the first time, well, this blew Brett's whole blazer off. The Washington Post polled Donald Trump beating Joe Biden by 10 points. That's a Ronald Reagan 49 state landslide. <laughs> Oh my, oh my. So what are they gonna do? This practice in humiliation continues apace. This scoop from Asios this morning, let's read. Biden's team, don't let him trip mission. President Biden and his campaign are working on a critical project for his reelection bid. Make sure he doesn't trip. This is real. It's not the Babylon Bee. Driving the news, voters express deep concerns about the 80 year old's age and fitness for office. Biden's team is taking extra steps to prevent him from stumbling in public as he did in June when he tripped on a sandbag at the Air Force Academy. No one has proved to me that there was a sandbag there, definitively. I only, I have seen Joe Biden, I, I, all I've seen is Joe Biden fall over on a flat stage, okay? That's it. Nobody's proven to me that there was a sandbag.
Joe Biden wanted to blame the sandbag. With physical therapist, Joe Biden has been doing exercises to improve his balance as far back as November 2021. No, he doesn't have dementia. He doesn't. His own son said he has dementia. Hunter Biden's own text message said Joe Biden suffers from dementia. Since his stumble in June, he's been wearing tennis shoes more often to avoid slipping, using short stairs on Air Force One. <laughs> Entering the plane on the lower deck than in the lower deck than before. So those big long stairs, you can go in with the cargo. You can go up Air Force One and they're like, like the way the luggage goes up Air Force One. That's what we're doing with Joe Biden. Next, they're just going to literally pack him in a bag and throw him on the cart. Why it matters. Democrats, including some of the administration, are terrified that Biden will have a bad fall with a nightmare scenario happening in weeks before November 2024 scenario. Some de senior Democrats privately have been frustrated with Biden's advanced team for months, citing the sandbag incident and noting that the president often appears not to know which direction he's going after the podium. Oh, my. So they're all but saying it here. They're just saying it. Democrats are saying that Joe Biden might have a bad fall. Can you hear Hillary down the hallway? Can you hear Hillary down the hallway of the prison? Nancy Pelosi with her hammer. <laughs> and who's cackling? Who's cackling all the way to the, uh, to the Oval Office? Could it be Kamala? Now, we'll remind you that Kamala Harris said this when asked if she's ready to step in if Joe Biden were to have a bad fall. Go. Questions about the president's age often go hand in hand with questions about how you would step in the role, you know, if necessary. Do you feel prepared for that possibility? Uh, and serving as vice president prepared you for, for that job? Yes. Um, and how would you, you know, describe the, that, that process? Which process? Like as far as, you know, being ready for that, uh, for that. Well, first of all, let's, I'm answering your hypothetical. Um, but Joe Biden's going to be fine. Right. So that is not going to come to fruition. But let us also understand that every vice president, every vice president, understands that when they take the oath, that they must be very clear about the responsibility they may have to take over the job of being president. I am no different. Mm. I'm no different. <laughs> what is Kamala Harris doing now? You have problems with Kamala, though. You got problems. The Daily Mail find that Kamala Harris is far more unpopular than even Joe Biden. Joe Biden's one of the most unpopular. Joe Biden's far more unpopular than Donald Trump. Don't let them lie to you. At the same place, at the same moment in his presidency, Donald Trump's like five points higher on his approval rating, according to Real Clear Politics. Donald Trump is far more popular than Joe Biden at this point, this exact point in his presidency. So Joe Biden's less popular, but Kamala Harris is less popular than that. Kamala Harris is incompetent, unqualified, the worst vice president in 40 years, according to the brutal Daily Mail poll. You can see here the polling results. Thank you, Jerry, for popping down there. Kamala Harris, VP to Joe Biden. Kamala Harris is viewed as the worst vice president in recent years. Deeply, deeply unpopular. And here's the word, here's the word salad that people come up with when asked about Kamala Harris. We can scroll down one more graphic there, Jerry. Incompetent is the big one. Idiot, weak, joke, bad, useless, terrible, stupid, dumb, unqualified. Loser and awful. <laughs> also dumb to mind. This is the word salad for Kamala Harris. That actually sounds like a really good Kamala Harris speech. 
all of those words slammed together. So Kamala is giggling all the way to the bank, saying she's ready to take over. Also, weirdly, Gavin Newsom is saying that Kamala is ready to take over. Gavin Newsom, when Gavin Newsom was asked, are you going to run instead of Biden? Gavin Newsom goes, well, it's uh, probably going to be Kamala. I mean, I mean, what I'm saying is everything is fine. Al, the Democrat Party is in order. <laughs> Watch this. It'll tell, it'll tell you, by the way, exactly what they have planned. Watch Newsom. Filing deadlines haven't passed. President Biden doesn't run. Why shouldn't we consider you a likely well, I think the vice president is naturally one lined up, and the filing deadlines are quickly coming to pass, and I think we need to move past this notion that he's not going to run. President Biden is going to run, uh, and looking forward to getting him reelected. Uh, I think there's been so much wallowing uh, in the last few months and hand-wringing in this respect, uh, but we're gearing up for the campaign. We're looking forward to it. I, I under, you know, but you hear these calls privately. What do you tell these donors who are wallowing? In this? Uh, time to move on. Let's go. And am I supposed to interpret that comment about the vice president, that if for some reason the president chose not to run at this point, well, that's the next, everybody the, rallies it's around the, her? It's the Biden-Harris administration. That's a, maybe I'm a little old-fashioned. Yeah, maybe, little, maybe I'm a little old-fashioned about... Well, yeah, presidents and vice president. I was a lieutenant governor, so I'm a little subjective. Mm. <laughs> the important part of that clip is the first five seconds. When Chuck Todd goes, so Joe Biden shouldn't run for president. Who do you want? Aren't you going to run? And Gavin Newsom goes, Kamala's all lined up. Oh, man. Are they really going to try and make Kamala happen? Is it going to be Newsom? Newsom's doing everything he can to show Democrats that he is ready to be called off the bench, sir. Chain of events here, according to Steve Dace. Gavin Newsom vetoes legislation that would allow California parents to lose their children for not mutilating them. Poll comes out showing Biden losing by 10 to Trump. Another poll comes out showing 60% of Democrats want another nominee. Newsom-DeSantis debate announced. That's going to be a debate, I believe, on Fox News, hosted by Sean Hannity. Hey, Alex, correct me if I'm wrong there. That's going to happen next month. Should be very interesting. These are not random coincidences. Newsom is being groomed to run. Hmm, very interesting. Gavin Newsom is tied to Hunter Biden's criminality. There is an email uh, where Gavin Newsom is effectively helping the Biden crime family uh, in their business. California Governor Gavin Newsom, recent defense of Hunter Biden against allegations of nepotism and shady business deals. Follow the Biden's infamous laptop showing the president's son donated thousands of dollars to Newsom's gubernatorial campaign and lent his name to multiple fundraisers on his behalf. And you'll remember that it is California. The, prosecu- the federal prosecutor in California that decided not to charge Hunter wouldn't allow the special counsel to bring charges against Hunter Biden, who was in California. And you can see here the Eric Schwerin email saying that, oh, Gavin Newsom's part of it. Newsom expected to attend Wednesday's GOP, who is expected to attend GOP debate on behalf of the Biden campaign, brushed off. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that. So tomorrow we'll see some of Gavin Newsom stumping for Joe Biden. Sure. Got it, buddy. Got it. Brush off allegation of Hunter Biden's corrupt business dealings last week, saying it's hardly unique for people and their family members to get ahead. (laughs) You know what? God, what a weird timeline. I'm agreeing with Mitt Romney on something. When Mitt Romney retired, resigned, he said, I'm too old to be in politics. I'm like, well, shoot, son. Kind of, you kind of got me there. Do I agree with Mitt Romney on that? Yes, I do. Mitt Romney saying that the gerontocracy is, 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 should all retire. Dude, he's right. Mitch McConnell, take him with you, pal. And now I'm going to agree with Gavin Newsom 
saying that it's hardly unique that people and their family members get ahead in politics by doing this? Yes, yes, he's right. Gavin Newsom is right. Clip it, post it. Gavin Newsom is right here. This is the model. How is it that Elizabeth Warren is worth $72 million? Communist Native American Elizabeth Warren is worth $72 million. How is it that Nancy Pelosi is untold amounts of wealth? Nancy Pelosi comes from a semi-poverty background. Not a rich person, not from a rich family. There is a goal in the Republican Party too. Democrats, Republicans, they both knew it. There is a goal to get to Washington, D.C., to line your pockets, which is as much money as you possibly can. It is an immediate vector for generational wealth to defraud and betray the American people and then to leave and to get $750,000 speaking gigs like Michelle Obama, which is totally Michelle Obama getting paid off. That's, they're just backing the money truck up to Michelle Obama right now to get her to run for president. That's exactly what's happening with that. That's the, that's the game. That's the fraud, and it happens in front of our very eyes. Nancy Pelosi asked if they should, there should be a ban on selling stocks, and she goes, it's a free market. Okay, oh, the first time Nancy Pelosi's been for the free market when she's able to defraud the American public. And now it's been laid bare. It's been laid bare by a guy named Bob Menendez. Bob Menendez is hiring Hunter Biden's lawyer. It doesn't get better than this. He's hiring Hunter Biden's lawyer. <laughs> Bob Menendez got paid in gold bars to go give our nation secrets to Egypt. And then he comes back. Did you read the indictment? He comes back and he goes, he Googles, how much is an ounce gold worth? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this is great. Bob Menendez and Hunter Biden and Joe Biden, it's all the same thing. It's the same family. Newsom's right. Gavin Newsom's right. It is hardly unique. It doesn't make it not wrong. You dumb bastard. His wife, by the way, Gavin Newsom's wife is a total criminal. You know, she's a like children's book author and Gavin Newsom uh, forced her books to be printed and put in all of California's public schools. It's the same thing. It's the same racketeering. That's going to be a huge scandal. Mark my words. That's going to be a big scandal. We've studied Gavin Newsom. That's a big, greasy scandal for him and his wife. So get ready. Bob Menendez is the same thing as Hunter Biden, which is the same thing as Gavin Newsom, same thing as Nancy Pelosi, same thing as Hillary Clinton. It's all the same. It's a big, ugly, disgusting club, and you're not in it. And you shouldn't want to be, actually. Here, watch the similarities. Remember... Prosecutors get it wrong sometimes. Why is Goldbar so confident? Well, he hired Hunter's lawyer to defend him, and he might have an ace up his sleeve. Goldbar Bob learned everything he knows about bribery from the big guy. They worked together for years on the Foreign Relations Committee back when Joe was senator. Biden was the chairman when Goldbar was a freshman. Goldbar looked up to Joe, wanted to be like him. Biden was chief or ranking member of Senate Foreign Relations for over a decade. He went to 60 countries, met hundreds of foreign dignitaries, and could place holds or greenlight billions in foreign aid. You stop cash flow to a country until they grease your son Hunter or your wife Nadine? Freeze the aid until you get paid. That's the code Washington lives by. Joe held up aid to Ukraine, so Hunter got paid. Gold Bar tried the same move in Jersey, but was sloppy. Why take a gold bar when you can take a wire? Hmm. I like gold bar. 
Jesse Waters is the only reason why we have Paul Pelosi's mugshot. Jesse Waters is uh, the only reason why we have the dash cam footage of Paul Pelosi stumbling. They said he was drunk. I think he was on uh, many other things. But good. Good for Jesse Waters. Goldbar. That's a great nickname. Nancy Pelosi doesn't think so. Nancy Pelosi hates Jesse Waters. Nancy Pelosi is saying that Bob Menendez needs to step down. Now that's interesting. You finally found a Democrat so corrupt that he needs to step down? What does this mean? This means that Bob Menendez is going to take down the entire ship, and they know it. They know it. God's against the Democrat Party. Oh, man. This is wonderful. Nancy Pelosi is demanding that Bob Menendez now resign. Civil war. And you know Democrats are really bad at winning civil wars. Didn't work out great the first time. Watch. Several House Democrats, along with New Jersey's Governor Phil Murphy, have all called on Senator Menendez to resign. Do you think he should resign? I respect their position that they are taking, and the charges are uh, formidable. And if, in fact, we're going to say that if you're indicted, you should resign, we have a situation in the House, uh, as you know from Mm -hmm. the state of New York, uh, that that would hold uh, to. Uh, but right now, sadly, because of the challenges that we face, because the skepticism that exists in our country about governance, about this Republican Party that doesn't believe in governance, doesn't believe in science, so wants to take down everything in order to give tax breaks to the wealthiest, we've got to stay focused on that. And for that reason, it'd probably be a good idea if he did resign. <laughs> I love it. The rats eating the rats. They know this is not because of the better angels. These are not moral people. These are godless people. Study the Antichrist. I'm not saying Pelosi is the Antichrist. Just study the nature of the Antichrist. These are godless people who view themselves as gods. Right? They reject all the teachings of the Bible. They reject that there is a higher power. And they view themselves, obviously, as the author uh, uh, and the signatory of all power on this earth. This is the globalist mantra, right? A small group of elites decide everything. There is no greater creator. There is no afterlife. This is what they believe. And so why on earth would they suddenly, like, have the morality to call for Bob Menendez to step down? It is not because Bob Menendez is an immoral person. They're all immoral people. They do it to preserve their own power, which is, of course, the church that they worship themselves in, inside of their own little marbled halls. This is not Nancy Pelosi suddenly finding her uh, decency. She realizes that Bob Menendez could take down Joe Biden because it's the same scam. They're the same people. Hunter Biden was paid off in a giant diamond the size of a fist. Bob Menendez was paid off in chunks of gold. Melted down from Lord knows where the Egyptians got him. Probably some sarcophagus somewhere. Some, I don't know, Egyptian statue. Good old gold bar Bob. I love it. Final one for you. Gotta give you the final one. Here's Joe Biden. Joe Biden in trouble with acronyms. Joe Biden versus the teleprompter. Joe Biden trying to say, uh, the acronym for the Pacific Islanders with wh- with whom he is meeting yesterday. The uh, the acronym, I think it's like AAPPI or something like that. Anyway, Joe Biden tried to say it and it was, ooh, it was a thing of beauty. Watch. 
So today, I'm pleased to announce we're working with Congress to invest $40 billion in our Pacific Islands Infrastructure Initiative. We call it the PI, anyway, it doesn't matter what we call it, but that's what it is. <laughs> I was going to get back to acronyms, and I'm going to, I'm going to withstand not doing that. PP, but it doesn't matter what we call it. Doesn't matter, doesn't matter what we call it. That's what it is. <laughs> That's the guy that they have to change his shoes and give him balancing lessons. It's too good. That's also the guy in charge of our currency, fiat currency, printing more American dollars than have ever been in existence under Joe Biden. Uh, utterly reduced your savings and reduced your capacity to buy and earn, sell, trade. Have a good life, retire, give to your family, pass down generational wealth, invest in something that actually has real value. Not the way that Bob Menendez did, okay? Bob Menendez giving gold bars a bad name. But there's a reason why Bob Menendez wanted them gold bars. Ladies and gentlemen, when you buy gold, go to my friends at Allegiance Gold. Allegiance Gold can help you protect your future, retire with peace of mind, knowing that the guy that can't say AAIPI is not in charge of all of your finances. Diversify a little bit. Now's the time to do that. Go. Gold. The gold standard in gold purchasing are, my friends, at Allegiance Gold. Get up to $5,000 in free silver on a qualifying purchase when you visit protectwithbenny.com today. Or give them a call at 844-66-BENNY. 844-66-BENNY. Don't wait. Take control of your retirement today and go gold. Not the way Bob Menendez does, though. <laughs> we want you to stay out of jail. Somebody who they probably want to have locked up because his content is so viral and so dope and his, vi his content actually tells the story of the American people from the street level, which is where you'll never find Joe Biden. You'll never find Kamala Harris. Last time Joe Biden was on street level, he was in L L Lahaina in Maui telling people, making jokes about how hot it was after a bunch of children were incinerated in a fire that uh, he and his friends started. Ladies and gentlemen, my friend, Shaney Rich, has a just banging account. He is one of the, arguably the best street pollster in America. And he joins the program now to tell us what people think of Joe Biden versus Donald Trump. Shaney Rich. Shaney, what's how up, man? Hey, Benny, how are you? Yo, where are you at right now? Um, right now I'm in uh, Manhattan Beach, I'm okay. out in Manhattan Beach right now. Yeah, <laughs> that's a nice shirt. That's a nice shirt, buddy. How you can? What's the responses of that shirt in California? Oh, so this is the uh, Hunter Biden for Prison 2024 T-shirt. <laughs> people, people are loving it. Yeah, people are so loving you, it. So you go out, you do the best man on the street content out there. You're the you're the best pollster. We had pollsters come on the show and they talked to us about the cross tabs and everything, and live voter calling and you know. And, I think polls are broken. I think what you do is better than ABC News calling people. Uh, do you agree? Yeah. I mean, totally. Simply because you can't judge in real time, like, where do they get these numbers from? Yeah. Where they, they just call them or, I mean, I have no idea, right? I don't even know where they get these numbers from. And then you see a Washington Post poll, Trump's up 10 points, some polls he's down. I mean, in reality, I think he's up 60 or 70 points. What is it that you find when you go into the streets? And I will note, and we have some of your clips here, and I, I, I want to play them, but I will note that you often go to communities that are not typically Republican communities, right? You're not going to the country I've never seen you at a country club, you know? Like, I've no. never seen you at a shareholder meeting, you know, for some for an oil company. Uh, you seem to go to places that 
are not typically or traditionally Republican. Am I wrong? No, no, you're not wrong. Um, I mean, I go to Venice Beach. I go to a lot of places in Atlanta, a lot of places like South Beach and Miami. Um, and, and these are people that the media does not want you to know that are supporting Trump. And I mean, that's what I do. I just I, I always caption my videos a lot of times. Would CNN ever show you this? Because the answer is no. You know, they would never show it to you. Yeah, that's right. There's a pair. They, they can't have the Matrix get broken. And you're out there breaking the Matrix all the time. Let's play this. Uh, let's play. Let's uh, let's play this clip. And um, I, I think I know which one this is. This is a, this is a great one. This is one of my favorites. All time favorites. Go. Who did you vote for in 2020? Uh, 2020 for President Joe Biden. If it's Trump versus Biden in 2024, would you take Biden? You know what? I'm going to be honest with you on that, man. Uh, if Donald Trump gets convicted and is in jail and still running for president, then I'd vote for him. I voted for Trump. You voted for Trump? I did. Trump. Trump? Why? I'm a Trump supporter. Joe Biden. Y'all go check that 2020 election out. They doing some crazy shit. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> are you amazed at how, are you amazed at how much like, the actual uh, conversation that we have here. Sometimes I feel like we're in a bit of a like an echo chamber, but it actually does break through, doesn't it, to the street level? Oh yeah, hundred percent. I mean, the the thing is now is that it's it's almost popular to support Trump, um, and these are people that you wouldn't think would support Trump. So when I walk up to them and ask them if they want to be in a video, I, I give them no context, no background information. And I just fire off the questions. And more often than not, I mean, you're seeing these responses way more than you see the, the Biden supporters. So what is it that you find most surprising when you're on the street? Like, what, what, what is the answer that you get that you, you think people need to know about that wouldn't be covered by corporate media? I just think that it's, it's not the uh, stereotype that the media tries to paint about Trump supporters, right? Because they, they usually always say, Trump supporters is this one specific demographic. Like I've seen a lot that they say it's, you know, white, un uneducated, like no college degree, that type of demographic. When in reality, it's it's really just everyone who actually loves America. I mean, if, if you love America, you love Trump. Right. And if you want to destroy America, then you're on that other side. OK, so the side of people wanting to destroy America, uh, you have. You have covered here. Uh, there is a large population of people that are against Joe Biden. They never get any airtime. Those people are banned from the corporate airwaves. But you put them up, and it goes thermonuclear. Uh, I have another great clip here from you. Let's go. Do you think that Joe Biden should run for re-election in 2024? No. No. Why? He ain't did Sleepy Joe, bro. He's not doing anything. Biden for resident. What are some of the bad things he's done? Besides turning the economy completely upside down, some of the legislation uh, that he's pushed or passed, especially the whole LGBTQ plus agenda, I 100% against that. Trump 2024. Man, I mean, the, you, you never, you, you, it's like you want, it's like we're all being psyoped into the, like these people don't even exist, but they do exist. You're just standing on the street and this is what people are saying to you. Yeah, that was actually taking place yesterday um, in Venice Beach in L.A. So, I mean, these people exist. And honestly, it's the majority. So, I, I mean, I truly believe that. Yeah. What happens when you run into the rare Biden supporter? What um, I, say when, when I, I, I always call him the typical Biden supporter. And it's honestly super sad just because they're totally brainwashed by the eight year smear campaign that's been going on by the media. And they never have a reason for supporting Biden, right? So usually people support Trump because they like him, they like his personality, they like his policies. But when they're supporting Biden, they support him because he's not Trump. It's like these people would vote for a cup of orange juice, you know, if it was, <laughs> if it was against Donald Trump. 
So they never have a reason. I, I ask them why. Oh, Trump's a racist. I mean, how so? Right. Like, what's one example? And then they'll either get mad or they'll just walk away. A cup of orange juice would actually be a really great emoji to uh, demonstrate, uh, you know, as a reflection of Donald Trump uh, and his skin color. Maybe this person doesn't like maybe this person doesn't like Donald Trump because of his skin color. We have a clip of you talking to a Biden supporter, very rare Biden supporter. Uh, catch him if you can. Uh, and this man was asked why he supports Joe Biden. And he gave a really compelling answer here. Watch Trump or Biden. Biden, definitely. Why? Dude. Yeah. Wait, you walk away? <laughs> Shaney, tell me about that, dude. Um, so that was in Georgia. That was at the college. And um, I just walked up to him and literally asked him, Trump or Biden. And that was the video. And, and he just walked away and like he was shaking his head. And I was like, why are you walking away? Because even if it's if it's me and I'm talking to somebody on the left who supports Biden, I'm, I'm totally down to have an intellectual conversation with them and, and hear each other out. They always just get so mad and then they get so upset and then they just walk away and there's there's no actual reasoning or logic behind supporting Biden. It's just all based on emotion. It's pure emotion. It's pure like feminine cortisol flowing, estrogen pumping energy. Do you smell? Yeah. I can smell the soy on that man through the camera. <laughs> yeah, I, I call him the most masculine uh, Biden supporter around. <laughs> Shady, last question for you. There are a lot of young people and they come up to me and they chat with me and they want to like say, what can I do? And you're one of the young people. What are you like 18, 19? How old are you? 18. Yeah, 18. I, I turn uh, I turn 19 in November. I, I can't. I mean, you know, the median age of our staff is like 22, but I can't hire every young person. You're out there actually hustling and grinding and doing and making huge change. You have a huge following. What's your advice to young people to get in the game? My, my advice is stay consistent, right? Because a lot of people will try something for a little bit and they don't see the results that they get mm. and then they give up or they quit. With, in today's day and age, you can really do anything that you put your mind to as long as you never give up. And so that would be my advice is whatever you want to do, whether it's volunteering, running for city council, running for Congress, running for Senate, creating a social media page, whatever that, you know, thing that you want to do is just never give up and put your all into it because in the end it will always pay off that's right thermonuclear everyone needs to follow shaney rich which platform shaney which platform you want the people to follow i think we have your socials can we pull them up yeah you guys that's my twitter um i'm also on youtube it's the same handle instagram uh tiktok so yeah i mean all these platforms for sure it's just shaney rich it's all the same handle Base. Are you doing a? Are you doing your best Trump impression in your uh, uh, in your Abby there? Yeah, yeah. Well, that that was that was at uh, Mar-a-Lago. That picture. That's one of my favorite pictures. <laughs> Super based. <laughs> Thank you, Shady. God bless you and Godspeed in your work. Thanks for having me, Benny. Appreciate you. My man. We always leave you with the good news, and we want to support the next generation. It's important to bring on, like, James Comer and Jim Jordan. We love those guys. But it's also important to, like, supply and to give energy to the people who are coming up, hustling, grinding like Shaney, and to uh, allow, to, 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 like, promote them. That's a really valuable thing. We need to have an ecosystem of that. Far, far too much small dick energy in this movement. I'll say it. Sorry.
Cover your ears. But there's small, fall, far too much of that. Far too little, like, people supporting each other and, like, like uh, uh, you know why the left, like, defeats us all the time? is because they actually, like, get on message, coordinate, and help each other out. Little goblins for power. We have a much more noble pursuit and a noble cause, but sometimes, sometimes these, you know, weird little, like, uh, drama argument, fetishizing of, you know, your own little thing and everyone else's success is a threat to you. I hate that. I hate that. So I love promoting guys like Shaney. Shaney's the best. Donald Trump says poll showing him 10 points up on Biden doesn't matter because Joe may not make it and Democrats have no replacement. Rips into the corrupt Washington Post and ABC for calling the results an outlier. Oh my, this is Donald Trump's speech from yesterday. We previewed it. We weren't live for it in South Carolina. Trump going in hard. Will they replace Biden with Kamala? Uh-oh. SpaghettiOs. Here you go. Because nobody, nobody can want to vote for this guy. Nobody. And maybe he makes it to the gate. I don't know if he makes it to the gate. I don't think it even matters anymore because they have been so destructive to our country, what they've done as a party, that I don't even think it matters. Who are they going to put in? A guy from California that's destroyed that state? They're going to put in Kamala? Kamala. Actually, our numbers are better against Kamala than they are against Joe, so maybe we'd like Kamala too. Maybe we'd like Kamala too. Trump rises to new high in Real Clear Politics daily polling average. 1.6% lead by comparison. At this point, during the race in 2020, Biden led Trump by 10 points. Yikes. Joe Biden trails Donald Trump in 2024 rematch and loses key support from independents and younger voters, according to the new Daily Mail poll. Joe Biden is just getting an absolute, just getting absolutely clobbered. They're done. They're done with him. They're going to throw him overboard. They're making him take the short stairs. It's all an act of humiliation. Uh, speaking of an act of humiliation, Fox News cuts away quickly from speech when Trump mentions Tucker Carlson's new show and how many views he gets on that show. Donald Trump did a interview with Tucker Carlson last debate, Fox News's debate, and that interview has 266 million views on Twitter. That's people who viewed the, the tweet. Uh, and that is a monster interview. That's a monster interview. These are not perfect metrics, right? Like, there's no, there's no perfect metric for, like, capturing a viewer, but that that's a good one right there on X. Fox News had to cut away instantly. You're not allowed to say the name Tucker Carlson on Fox News Airways. So they, they were forced to cut away from Trump's speech during this. The moment is brilliant. Watch. Before, and we're at just about 60% already, and we're going up, and we're the only ones going up. They're going down. They're going down, down, down. They ought to stop wasting their time. You know, they're wasting a lot of time with these ridiculous debates that nobody's watching. Their last debate was the lowest-rated debate in history. That's a good compliment, isn't it? And what was I doing, Marjorie? I was someplace else, wasn't I, huh? I was doing another interview. We had 271 million people listening to the Tucker Carlson interview. That's an all-time record. So here we are, uh, back in the thick of campaign season. We are now just four months away from the Iowa primaries. And you see former President Trump in a place where you would expect to see him today and in the days to come, South Carolina. <laughs> Shouldn't have fired Tucker. And now Rupert Murdoch is effectively gone at Fox, right? 
that was Rupert's last little uh, donation to the globalists. So sick. So sickening what they did to Tucker. Such a huge Tucker fan. At the very least, even if you have disagreements with the guy, at the very least let him sign off to his loyal audience and pass the torch. At least figure out a way to do it where you're not spitting and uh, soldering the eyeballs of your own audience. These monsters. But Donald Trump, Donald Trump's at it, baby. Retail campaigning, the magic of Trump. He goes into a gun shop with MTG yesterday, and Trump poses with a $829 9mm Glock with his face on the grip in an armory tour. Here's Trump, the Trump Glock. Trump that there with a gold Glock 45 on it. It's pretty beautiful. Look at that. Trump holding it. Trump said that he wanted to buy the gun, and that sent, of course, the libs into a panic because you cannot purchase a gun uh, when you are facing federal indictment, as Donald Trump is. Uh, everyone said, oh, yeah, we got him now. The walls are closing in. Well, shut up, you jackwagons. You low-information, smooth brains. Donald Trump had secret service. He has secret service for the rest of his life. Donald Trump is surrounded by guys who are strapped and clapped, ready to go. Morons. Oh, Donald Trump can't buy a gun. Yeah, whatever. Clarence Thomas should rule that Donald Trump is the one person under federal uh, indictment that should be able to buy a gun. <laughs> we got him now. All these people have been silent about Hunter Biden's gun charge. All these people have been silent about Hunter Biden now. It's pretty unbelievably based. I want a Glock with my face on. I want a golden Glock with my face on it. Well, we'll have to settle. For this, for this, a keychain with my face on it. Ladies and gentlemen, you should join the Betting Brigade. Betting Brigade is the fastest growing exclusive membership club for the saltiest, saltiest patriots on the internet. We've got a sweet tank with the salt logo on it. By joining the Betting Brigade, you will get exclusive early access to our videos. You will get the capacity to ask questions of our vaunted guests on this program. And you will get free merch and swag like this delivered directly to your hot little hands, shipped out. These are now ready to ship, and we've been sending them out. People have been getting them. The hottest keychain on the market will be sent to you gratis. All you need to do is sign up for the Benny Brigade today. Benny Johnson slash brigade bennyjohnson.com slash brigade we will always end with our verse of the day to give you a little bit of pep in your step as you march forward christian soldiers blessed are those who have been persecuted for the sake of righteousness for theirs is the kingdom of heaven matthew 5 10 do you feel persecuted do you feel like your movement is being persecuted you as a parent being persecuted you as just a moral person being persecuted do you feel under attack yeah i mean that's how it works in a fallen world. March forward, ladies and gentlemen. Yours is the kingdom of heaven. These trappings of earth, it's not what it's about. March forward where? March forward into the kingdom, the real kingdom. And ladies and gentlemen, we shall have the victory. It's your boy, Benny. This is The Benny Show. See ya. <laughs>